You are now listening to the hottest station. WDJC-DV. DJ Chase Radio. www.djchaseradio.com You are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. All right, the national championship is over. College football is finally done. The year is up. The Put it in the books. For the first time in over 18 years, Michigan is national champions. The final score was 34-13. to 13. Welcome, everybody, to a very special Downright Sports Pop-Up Edition. I'm your host and notorious sports critic, Brent Reed. After watching... This game, game started at 7.30 Eastern time, and it has ended here at a little before 11.15. So let's just get into it. Uh, These two teams, uh, one that went undefeated. Everybody got what they asked for, two undefeated teams playing for the national championship. For Washington, it was a farewell to the Pac-12 a conference it's been in for a while and it's leaving to go to the Big Ten. And it was a way for the Pac-12 to say, hey, we had teams that represented. For Michigan, it was a redemption story. It was a story of a team who was trying to get into the championship last year, was embarrassed in the semifinals and had to come back. A team in Michigan that was um, uh, doused and, and covered in controversy consistently. The season started with their head coach missing the first three games. It ended with their head coach missing the next three. Uh, And it didn't matter because he found a way to prevail and win a championship for his team. And now he's a champion. Jim Harborough shares rare company. Um, I know off the the top of my head, he shares rare company with guys like uh, Pete Carroll to have gone to the NFL to a Super Bowl and have gone to the college national championship. In the NFL, uh, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he came close. But here tonight, he won. Uh, he Now his family, there's championships. But we're going to discuss in a minute uh, what uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh's future may bring. Let's just recap the game, shall we? Before I give you the X's and O's, the game was a defensive game. It was solely on the back of defense. It was, if you look at the box score later because you missed the game or you're listening to me and the score was 34 to 13, you would think, well, Michigan's offense just was explosive. It really wasn't. It came down to a turnover, a lot of field goals. They scored again late, but realistically, Michigan's offense did enough not to lose. They did the, what I like to call, the bend don't break model, which means, hey, we're not going to lose this game by turning the ball over, which Michigan did a great job. And they did not turn the ball over at all. They managed to control the ball. But where the where Michigan beat Washington was on the line, the, the defensive line, that front line did not let the quarterback of Washington breathe. That young man was taking hits all night. Pause. He was... He couldn't get it every time. There was so much pressure put on him. Michael Paxson Jr., 27 for 51, uh, 255 yards, uh, 100. I mean, one touchdown, and he threw two interceptions. 
funny enough, the quarterback on the other side, <clears throat> Jim McCary, J.J. McCary, who didn't throw one touchdown. He also didn't throw one interception. He did a great job in managing the game. As Cam Newton would say, he was a fantastic game manager tonight. And that's what they needed. Somebody that could manage the game. <clears throat> Clear my throat here. If we go back and we take a look, okay, just from a defensive standpoint, where's the defense? Give me the defense. They've, they've weaseled out defense on all aspects, even in stats. How about that? On the defensive end, they got to the quarterback as much as they wanted to. Every time Junior would take a step back, he was looking at three to four Michigan linemen. They did not allow him to breathe. They didn't even give him an opportunity to, tie, to go, hmm, I'm playing in the national championship. This is amazing. No, no, no. They came for him. They brought the pressure today. They brought the pressure. And it's probably, it's impressive because I would like to have seen how Michigan would have done against a Georgia. Now, I know what some of you say. Well, what are you talking about? They beat, um, they are, uh, side note, Michigan joins a rare group. 1894, hold on, let me rewind this one back. They joined some rare company here. Uh, 15-0 and better. They join 1894 Yale, who is 16-0. 1897 Penn, who is 15-0. Uh, 2018 Clemson, 2019 LSU, the Joe Burrow year. And then, um, of course, come on, give me more. Of course, uh, Georgia 2020 was 15 and 0, and now Michigan 15 and 0. Congratulations to them and all their success. Now, can I get how many sacks they had tonight? Am I not allowed to see the sacks? They not keep sack records in college. Anyway, I just go on record and say the quarterback, like he can't, there was moments where it wasn't even the fact he got sacked. Junior was get, like you wa I watched him walk off the field at the end of the game and he was getting blasted. Pause. Like his whole midsection was just destroyed because the defense would not let up on him. Every time he came out of pocket, they met him. Now there's some controversy. Uh, there was a lot of holding that wasn't called. The referees tonight were the ACC officials. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Maybe this was the ACC's way of saying we're not happy with the fact Florida State didn't make it. But uh, Michigan got away with a ton, a ton of holding tonight, and it's unfortunate that this happened. Um, but all in still, it was a defensive play game. The truth, it was boring. Most boring game I've seen. I, if I wasn't doing this show, then I probably would have turned the game off. Realistically, because it was that boring. It was it, it, like I was looking for the offense from Washington, but when every time a great offensive team plays a great defensive team, you're never going to see that offense ex offensive explosion that you're looking for. And we didn't get it tonight, unfortunately. And you got to see why the Pac-12 is exploding because their teams are not ready to beat. The big dogs. Michigan is a big dog. Ohio State is a big dog. Alabama is a big dog. Did they beat Texas? Yeah. But Texas has been paper champions for a long time now. Texas always gets you excited and then they, you know, turn into a wet piece of paper. In the case of this, what does it mean for the future? What does it mean for uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh? Well, Jim Harbaugh could come back to Michigan easily and 
try to do this again next year. He will easily come back and easily have himself in position to do it. Their uh, third national championship in the AP poll era, first since 1997, Michigan I'm talking about, 16 to go 15-0 and or better in major college football history, 15 wins, which is the most in Big Ten history. So this is a historical team. Jim Harbaugh can write his check, but the question is, will he? Will Jim Harbaugh say, hey, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to be, is he the heir apparent? Is this his Nick Saban moment where he runs away because the team in Georgia, that coach is not going anywhere? Or does Jim Harbaugh say, hey, I'm going to go back to the NFL. I got something to prove. There are plenty of teams open right now. Carolina, Atlanta, Washington, kind of, uh, 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 excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers. They got a quarterback. We'll see in the days, weeks, months ahead. And he's got to get hired soon because teams are going to want to hire coaches soon. Oh, they got him with the Gatorade. They haven't been able to get him with the Gatorade all year. They got him with the Gatorade. He is not happy. Them khakis is wet. And there's his brother on the sidelines. Side note, he looks just like his dad. His dad and him look just alike. The brother has none of the genes. <laughs> they got to pick up old man. He picks up dad. Any case, what does this mean for Washington? These two teams will have a rematch next year, October 5th, because Washington joins the Big Ten. Was this Washington's last chance in going to a national championship? Because now they got to compete against Ohio State. They got to compete against Michigan. They got to compete against um, Nebraska if they ever get better. They got to compete against Penn State. So we're going to see if this was pretend. Was this an anomaly or is this Washington team with the transfer portal going to be huge? So many so many storylines that's going to go into effect and go into play next year. I can't wait to see how it plays out. But just to recap again, Washington has beat Michigan. Uh, excuse me, on the other way. Michigan has beaten Washington for its first national championship since 1997. 34 to 13. Trust me, it was a boring game. I am curious. Did the committee get it right? Should we have had let Georgia get it? Should we had let Flo I don't think Florida State would have made a difference. But is this a difference if Michigan's one, Washington's two, Bama's three, and Georgia's four, or Georgia's three and Bama's four? Which Georgia would have faced this Washington team. After watching what this Washington team did against Michigan, I do believe the wrong teams got in. Georgia should have been in. Georgia would have beaten with a capital B, beating the brakes off of Washington, setting up a much better game, in my opinion, versus Michigan. Georgia with a great defense, uh, a strong team. I feel like against Michigan's defense, it would have been like two bulls. It would have been like two teams. From it had been like the it would it would have looked like the Steelers versus the Bears of the Steelers of the seventies, Bears of the eighties, and we missed out on that because the committee got it wrong. Georgia should have been in this spot, not Texas, and then we would have gotten a true, true competitive game in my opinion. But hey, that's my opinion. This is my show, and that's what I get to do. Can I really just still not see the sacks? I really can't see the sacks. This is crazy. Either way, thank you all for listening. This has been the Down Ray Sports National Championship Recap Game. Once again, Michigan has uh, won the national championship beat on the University of Washington 34-13. to 
Downright Sports all new episode tomorrow. Tune in live on Facebook slash Downright Sports and Instagram slash Downright Sports. Also, check out little dumb side clicks and updates on TikTok. Um, and download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and download the DJ Chase radio app and listen to the show anytime. As always, deuces. <laughs>